0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. Before we get started with our story, here is a short message from our sponsors. Summer means school's out and the kids are back at home with a lot of free time. You've already booked the sleepaway camp and the outdoor camp, but what are they going to do for the other 10 weeks? Go wild with wonder this summer without school enroll in a fun, flexible learning experience with over 140,000 online classes and camps for every kid and any interest. Learning doesn't need to stop when summer begins. In addition to outdoor activities and simple play, we've found online classes to be invaluable for allowing our kids to learn what they want at their own pace. Outschool offers the widest variety of classes, so kids are free to learn about anything they can imagine, from video game design and entrepreneurship to freestyle dancing and magic lessons. There is something for kids of all ages, grades, and all interests. Outschool empowers kids with different styles of learning, from live online classes to one-on-one tutoring, and provides a learning environment that is fun, friendly, and flexible. Outschool will have your kids loving to learn and having fun doing it. Head over to outschool.com/sleeptight and use code SLEEPTIGHT to learn all about Outschool summer programs and save $15 on your child's first class. That's O U T S C H O O L.com/sleeptight to save $15 on your child's first class. Outschool.com slash sleeptight. Code sleeptight. Thank you. This is part two of our story about Fern and Crunch. Remember in the first part, their owners were moving and couldn't take Fern and Crunch with them. So one of their friends came to help. He took them for a short time but could not find them a new forever home. Finally, he had to take them to the shelter and hope that the people there could help. Fern and Crunch escaped from the shelter to try and find their way back to their home. What are they going to do? Fern and Crunch look for a new home. Part 2. Fern and Crunch had been sitting on the walkway of what used to be their home, silently looking at each other for almost an hour, hoping that perhaps they were wrong and their family would come out and let them into the house. Crunch spoke first. There is no point in sitting here any longer. We both know that we are on our own. You're right, Crunch, said Fern sadly. They have truly left. I guess we should go back to the shelter and hope for the best. At least the person who took us in seemed kind enough and maybe they can help us find a forever family. I have another idea, Crunch replied with a look that always indicated that she was thinking. Perhaps we could try to find a family by ourselves. How do you propose we do that, Crunch? We don't speak human language and can't expect to walk up to a random family and have them take us in. I'm not sure exactly. Maybe we could treat this as a kind of adventure. We haven't seen much of the city outside our neighborhood. Humans are wonderful, except when they don't share watermelon. So I'm sure people will see us and help us. If they don't, and we fail, we learn from the experience and maybe keep trying until we succeed. At least that's what I always heard Zoe saying when she was trying to teach you to do your business outside in the backyard. "'I don't think I remember her saying that. "'I just remember her giving me treats every time we went outside,' "'Vern replied. "'I would really like to try and find a family on our own "'and in the process see a little of the world. "'If we are unsuccessful, "'I suppose we could go back to the shelter where we just came from. "'What's the worst thing that could happen?' Crunch continued. "Mm, no more watermelon?" Fern replied, as he was always concerned about treats. "Good point. Okay, let's have a little adventure together before we go back to the shelter. Climb on my back crunch and we can get started. But before we wander too far, it wouldn't hurt to first ask for some help. What are you suggesting?" Let's go to the local dog park and wait until morning when the dogs come and ask their advice. It's too late to go exploring now anyway. Not all dogs are as nice to cats as you, Fern, Crunch cautioned. Don't worry. If you stay on my back, I'm sure they will all be well behaved. When we are in trouble or need advice, it's always a good idea to ask for help. Where did you hear that from? I heard that from Zoe when she was trying to train you to use the box in the basement to do your business. You were stubborn, so she called someone for help. Hmm, that's not how I remember it. Crunch jumped on Fern's back and they walked down the front walkway to the sidewalk and then started on their way to the nearby dog park. As it was nighttime, all that could be heard were crickets, the occasional car driving by in the distance, and the sound of snoring from inside the homes. They arrived at the dog park a short time later and cuddled together in the wooden shelter to sleep until morning. Before going to sleep, Crunch said, "'It's good to have a sensible friend like you.' Fern replied with a snore. Fern and Crunch woke with the sun and the first sounds of dogs arriving for their morning fun. Crunch jumped up on Fern's back and climbed to his head just in case any of the dogs got the idea that she was in the mood to be chased." A young husky came over full of energy and took a look at Crunch on top of Fern and ran off in a fright. I guess I shouldn't sit on your head, laughed Crunch. It makes it look like you have four eyes. Ah, He was just a silly young pup, laughed Fern. You are fine where you are. Then a happy-looking Chow Chow came over for a sniff and said, Hello, Fern. I haven't seen you here in a long time. Where have you been and who is that on your head? Hi Chewy, this is Crunch and we've been living somewhere else for the past while. Unfortunately, we are looking for a new family to live with. Can you offer any advice? Vern asked. I'm afraid I can't, but I am very sorry to hear of your predicament. I have only been with my family and have not heard of anyone else's experience who is in the same situation as you. But I think old Grover might be able to help. He's been around a long time and perhaps can help you. I'll ask him to come over. Thank you, Chewy, Byrne said. No problem, good luck, and I hope we can play again soon, Chewy said as he bounded off to find Grover. A short time later, an old Labrador came slowly over to where Fern and Crunch were sitting, did the obligatory sniff greetings and said, "Chewy tells me you are in a bit of a predicament. Yes, I'm afraid our family has left us and the human who was looking after us dropped us off at a shelter. We left the shelter to make sure that our family wasn't in trouble or there wasn't a misunderstanding. We thought that instead of going back to the shelter straight away, we might have a little sightseeing adventure and try to find a family on our own. Can you help us? Hmm. Not many know this, but I was once a stray. My first family thought I was a very cute puppy, but as you can see, I'm a rather large dog. Once they realized that I was going to grow to be so big, they left me with another family. I was a bit wild in my youth, so I ran away from that family and wandered around the city for far too long, Grover said in a raspy voice full of experience. I'm so sorry to hear that, but you seem okay now, Fern said. Yes, this family has been very kind to me, and I love them very much. I was lucky. I wouldn't recommend you wander for very long. Where did you meet your family? asked Crunch. Well, I was sleeping in the park one day and Tessa, a young girl at the time, came over to pet me. I think her parents were a bit nervous at first, but they took me home and I couldn't be happier. Well, maybe we could try this park and be as lucky as you, said Crunch hopefully. You could try, but I suggest you don't try for long. And though it was an adventure to explore and be on my own, I was lonely and didn't have much in the way of tasty treats. The shelter is nearby. That might be your best choice for the long term. I thought we could have an adventure of some sort, Crunch said. As a cat, I didn't go much farther than the backyard and thought this might be a good opportunity to explore. Fern hesitated from the beginning, but he is brave and a good friend. Perhaps we can explore the park first before we go back to the shelter, Fern interrupted. Then that can be our short adventure. That might be a good idea. The park is just over there in that direction, Grover said, pointing with his nose. If you come out from the area with the swimming pool, your walk to the shelter will be quite short. Let's do that. It was very nice to meet you, Grover, and thank you for your help, Fern said, starting to walk away towards the direction Grover said to go. It was my pleasure. I hope to see you both here again with your new forever family. Thank you, Grover, Crunch said as she held on tight to Fern. Fern and Crunch left the dog park and started walking towards the larger park Grover directed them to. As they left, they were the center of attention as it's not every day you see a cat riding on top of a large dog's head. It was a beautiful, sunny morning as they walked quickly through the neighborhood, careful to stick to the sidewalks to avoid cars, and only stopping for the occasional photo request, which resulted in more than a few treats. By the time they arrived at the park, Crunch had seen more of the world than in all her life. They both marveled at cats on leashes, dogs in baby carriages, and both in backpacks worn by their humans. Unfortunately, the sunshine had rapidly turned to dark clouds, and it looked like it might rain. Well, here we are, said Crunch. It has been fun already. So many interesting sights and sounds. It certainly was, but I don't think that chihuahua we met liked you very much, remarked Fern. I don't think she liked anyone. Such a cranky dog. You might be cranky, too, if you had to wear sunglasses, boots, and a jacket, like she did. Crunch shuddered at the thought. Just as they were about to sit and have a rest... Crunch noticed in the distance a dog barking at a young girl. That doesn't look good. Why is that dog scaring that young girl, asked Crunch. I think the dog must be scared of something or having a bad day. Perhaps we should go over and help that little girl, replied Fern. Yes, quickly. Fern ran over with Crunch on his head and stepped in between the barking dog and the little girl. Crunch let out, as best she could, a low growl, warning the other dog not to come closer. The dog was so surprised at the sight of Fern and Crunch that it quickly ran off to find its owner. Oh, thank you, said the little girl. I was a bit scared of that cranky dog, and you saved me. Fern rubbed up against her like a cat, and Crunch let out a meow. "'You are both so cute,' said the little girl, petting Crunch's head and scratching Fern's ears. "'Are you purring, doggy?' said the little girl, laughing. "Isabel, are you okay?' her mother said as she quickly ran over to where she was petting her new friends, Fern and Crunch. "'I'm okay, Mummy. "'These two came over and saved me from a cranky dog.' And they are so cuddly and funny. Listen as I pet this big dog's ears. He purrs just like a cat. Haha, <laughs> that is funny. But perhaps you should let them go back to their owners. They might be looking for them. I don't think they have owners, Mummy. They have nice collars with their names on them, but they seem to be on their own. They certainly look well cared for, her mother said. Maybe they just got lost. As she said that, it started to rain. It's time to go, Isabel. We don't want to get too wet in the rain. But Mommy, look at their tags. We can't leave Fern and Crunch all by themselves out in the rain. Can we take them with us, at least until we find their owners? I don't know, Isabel, her mother said knowing where this conversation was going. You wouldn't leave me out in the rain, would you? Isabel said, pouting. Her mother looked around to see if anyone in the park was looking for a dog and a cat. The park was largely empty now as it started to rain and she could see no one who might be their owners. I should know better, but okay. Let's hurry to the car and take your new friends with us. Won't Daddy be surprised when he gets home? said Isabel happily. He certainly will. As they were driving home, Isabel asked, They can sleep in my bed tonight, right, Mommy? I promise to go to sleep super fast. Um, let's first see about giving them a bath. Fern and Crunch had found their forever family. And that's the end of our story. Good night. Sleep tight.